When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Friends with benefits. Friends. We got the friends with benefits. We got the friends. Friends. With Tash York. And Betty Bombshell. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Friends with Benefits, the drunken dressing room shenanigans with some of the best cabaret, burlesque, circus, and what the fuck are they doing performers from around the world. My name's Tash York, and this is the one and only... Betty Bombshell, sorry, I forgot for a minute, and then I got there. I got I was there, like, I got there in the end. That's all that matters. Don't play these games with me when we're doing a fucking internet broadcast because I'm already, like, freaking out about my connection over here, and you're playing these games with me. Not it. Not it. You know what, Tash? But we never have to freak out about our connection, do we? So Aww, that's what's important here. That was so lovely. <laughs> I mean, the nicest that, thing I've ever said to anybody. Probably. Good. I mean, that, like, a emotional part of um iso like getting into week three where like i start to like love and respect and like you know be really like mushy smushy no it's just so unlike you no it's real in iso you know like i guess you've just got you and your cats and your partner and you've just got to start letting other people in that's it you gotta let them in you gotta like stop you know putting up those walls you gotta you know put them down and get drunk those literal walls that are keeping you in literal walls (laughs) Because you can't fucking leave. Because sucked in, you're in Melbourne. Yeah. Sucked in. How the sucked fuck is Perth, you bastard? How's it going? It's going really well. I'm going to buy some roller skates after this, so I'm really living that dream. Um, oh, yeah. Leaning into the lesbian tail. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Roll skates. Nice. Yeah, okay. Hey, good. Roll on in there. Um, Perth is stunning. I just got booked for another gig. I'm so sorry, but oh I did. Oh, my goodness. Um, What's a gig? I forget. <laughs> I'll tell you when you're older. Uh, no, got booked for another gig, so that's gorge. And just living a beautiful – it's getting a little bit warmer here in Perth. Oh, um, sounds horrendous, honestly. Like, no, I actually – I unfortunately went to Northbridge today, so that really did bring a downer on some things. But you remember every other you're thing in Perth? <laughs> Honestly, I walked around in Northbridge and I was like, said to my girlfriend, I was like, fuck me, I hate it here. <laughs> I was just like, fucking, yeah, good, that's great. No worries. But we came back to Frio and everything was nice. Very nice, so exciting. How's Melbourne, you big ISO weirdo? Yeah, you know, just ISO weirdoing it up. Um, finally finished uh, all the last bits in the studio. So going to try and set some dates for some online gigs because I'm going fucking crazy. Uh, and Hooray. yeah, just patting cats, uh, you know, forgiving enemies, uh, being, you know, happy with, you know, my life, regardless of the fact that the only thing I do is get coffee and make masks. So... <laughs> Now it's time for Friendly News to Benefit Yous. 
The Burlesque Hall of Fame has put together something rather special this year. Due to coronavirus doing quite a number on the entire world, the Burlesque Hall of Fame had to unfortunately cancel our celebration this year of all things burlesque. But the good news is we have now got VHOF. That's right, the Virtual Burlesque Hall of Fame! Sorry about that. It's an incredible way for artists to showcase their work online without having to try and cram a $5,000 costume into a small 20 kilogram suitcase or <laughs> without having to step foot on a plane because I'm terrified of flying and it's bad. You can access some of the best burlesque performers in the world, including our treasured legends, for about 45 bucks online. All profits go straight back into the Burlesque Hall of Fame. It's located in Las Vegas. And they need every dollar they can get during these COVID times to try and keep our piece of history alive. This festival runs over the four weekends of August, with each event showcasing different performers and different styles of burlesque. Shout out to Ferry Mayer, Ruby Slippers and Marcel for representing Australia. You can see it all online via behoffweekend.com. And the Australian government will provide 10 additional Medicare subsidised psychological therapy sessions for people subjected to further restrictions in areas impacted by the second wave of the COVID-19 pandemic. The additional Medicare subsidised sessions will also allow people in eligible areas who have used their 10 sessions already to continue to receive mental health care from their psychologist, psychiatrist, GP, whatever you, whoever you're talking to. Patients will be required to have a mental health treatment plan and a review with their GP to access the additional sessions. This measure will come into play from the Friday the 7th of August and be available until the 31st of March 2021. Uh, wow, Betty, that was so informative. Thank you so much for that news. Um, that is okay. Very thoroughly researched information there. So you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> so proud of you. So very proud Wikipedia. of you. Yeah, anyway, don't know what that was. <laughs> moving on. That was great. No, I loved that yelling of Wikipedia. That's exactly what everyone came onto this podcast <laughs> to come in here. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, thank you for your support. We'll just move right along on that one. So that's good. Yeah. Uh, speaking speaking of support, uh, I think this podcast has been like a great way of all of us supporting each other through ISO. And I'm super, super excited to bring on our guest for today because I'm sure she's going to fucking rock our world and give me all of the support that I need. She is a multi-talented, multifaceted, creative powerhouse. She's unapologetic, unfiltered, unbothered and totally in love with her community. She is loving you. Give it up for Daddy Doe. Yes. What's Hello. Up? Welcome. How are you going? Hi. Hi. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on board. What's happening, babe? Um, a lot, I guess. I guess I'm, yeah, a lot of discovery, a lot of like just learning new shit, I guess. Yeah. Feel like, the ISO vibes. We feel that. Yeah. I feel like I've learned a lot. At a speed that I wasn't like, I, I'm always here to learn, but that was a pretty epic. <laughs> uh, it's like a race journey that that felt like a fucking yeah. That was a sprint, mate. <laughs> so that's like that kind of journey you you get after ten years, you know. I feel. <laughs> yeah. 
that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, yeah. You went the long, you went the long stretch. I like it. I like it. You've done some learning. You've done some growing. You've done some oh, yes. discovery. Mm-hmm. If I can't I grow in height, I'll grow in, you know, experience. So I'm told that way at least. Yeah, exactly. What were you doing pre-ISO or pre-all of this COVID situation? I thought I was working a lot and doing well. Um, but, yeah, I guess I was just going through the motions and getting extremely burnt out. Mm, totally. Um, I think I think a lot of people were saying that they were burnt out before. I know I was – I remember a week before this happened, I was sitting outside having – a drink of water. <laughs> no, I was, I was thinking, it. whatever. <laughs> you can say it. Wait a minute. It's okay. It's okay. You can say that. Um, but yeah, I was swinging a joint and I was like, I'm so lucky. This is the first time that I don't need any other job because I'm a full time artist and I have so much work coming out of my ass. Like, I, I'm stressed because I don't know. I, I don't know if I can pack anything else in and I keep doing it. Mm-hmm. and I was grateful and but then I still was I really wanted it to stop and I remember going I just I just want this to stop and I can't see this stopping anytime soon mm. yeah definitely. and then it all stopped I know I didn't make this happen but uh, you know <laughs> how dare you why did you do this to us I don't know man I've got a theory right call me <laughs> call me fucking Jane is the problem for every no what a- <laughs> Jane, this is true. This is true. Jane is speaking our collective truth right now, and I totally know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> I have a saying. theory, though, right? I have a theory. Every like, ask any of your performer friends for the past five years, however many years, we've all been saying, "Man, I just love a bit of a sit down." Oh, oh man, I just love a bit of a break. But none of you take it, do you? Because nah. I wasn't going to fucking take. I wanted it. But I didn't know if I could take it. And now it's come around and we're all like, oh, God. Oh, God. This is an extreme break. (laughs) This is an extreme break. But when it first happened, man, I was, I hate to say it, but I was pretty thrilled to have that time just to be a human being without being on stage or without teaching or Mm. just to exist, you know. It was kind of a blessing to realise that you could without all that hustle. Yeah. I had a bit of a freak out the first time, but I've really found my stride now. Like, yeah, because I don't know, I I had some really amazing gigs and and stuff lined up and just everything was, you know, I was learning new crafts, like emceeing and like other things that I was doing and, you know, and I was ready to really learn and, and really focus up on those skills and I just, you know, that all stopped, so I was like, fuck! Yeah. 100%, though. Yeah. That was and then you go, why did I fucking work that hard for, like, the little cash that we have, we got to then have no money to support myself through a goddamn fucking pandemic? And you go, you know, I am a good adult, but I don't feel like an like someone that's achieved anything right now. Like, Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's very, it makes you take stock of, kind of what you were doing and why and what for and who for and yeah and yeah and rather and where you than get value for. from absolutely like I, I I think I grieved allowing that space to be occupied with those things but I wouldn't yeah. have changed it because I'm not who I am now like 
mm. you know, and that's, that's the difference. And that's really great. It just means it, it means that whatever happens when we get out of whatever this is and move into whatever new thing we're in, mm. that I can value my time and like what occupies that and and it does come down to work as well and I don't care that I'm an artist it's work Mm. and that's what I believe in and no amount of money will ever take away that yeah yes no absolutely but I really can support that um movement now whereas I was always thriving for that but you know going through stuff like that you really go now now's the time to not this is not good enough like absolutely this is the time yeah yeah Yeah. well that's like that's actually pretty beautiful sort of how you've arrived here now where you are at this current time now let's like flip it back a ways and how did you before all of this beautiful self-discovery how did you get involved in uh this industry how did you get involved in showbiz or performing or entertainment and and all that kind of jazz god that's a that's So I used to do pole dancing at a school and I went to a gym. No, that's not how it I went to a gym. <laughs> You're like, wait, 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 scrap that, scrap that. No, take it back. We'll edit it out. It's fine. Can you edit that out? <laughs> <laughs> it's so so much no, I'm really a silly, silly little girl. <laughs> um, yeah, so I went to a gym and my friend, my friend's partner said, hey, come to this thing. I think you'd like it. And it happened to be a burlesque class. And it was like a teaser class in Northbridge, funnily enough. Oh, no fuck shit. Off. No. There we go. Um, and it was the teaser class. They did like go, go, blah, blah, blah. And I fell in love with burlesque. And I was like, what the fuck is this bloody shit? I want, what is this? And I just booked myself in. And, and then I did their course. And then they asked me to work for them. Fuck I love it. And that's how, that's, that's how that happened. I love that. Yeah. There's Do you no want to know, story. actually, I didn't tell you the, all that story. And I, Go on. Go on. Show us it all. Yeah. Okay. So um, I, did the, I did the course with them, and I'm not going to name names. pretty obvious who it is. Um, <laughs> but I did the course with them, and I didn't give a fuck about burlesque. Like, it was just a good, fun thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I started going because I broke up with a, a guy at the time, and I was like, just busy up your time. Yep. So I did yeah. that, and um, yeah, I did the burlesque, and there was like a, I think it was summer days or something. Oh yeah. Like park life or some shit. Fuck. All right. So um, we did the course, and like I didn't take it seriously, so I didn't take anything in. I just liked dancing like a hoe for like an hour a week and played. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm being really honest. This is my dream. I live. No, this is so the shit good. that we want. This yeah, is it. This is it. Oh, you're going to get it. <laughs> yes. Good. Yes. Um, so then, yeah, I went to that knowing that the showcase was on the next day at Lazy Seasons. Um, you and- went to a festival, a massive music festival. <laughs> I love it. And I, I didn't it. just like go to the festival oh, and yeah. dance. Like I have your glass of water like you did uh, <laughs> before. Yeah. A cool yeah. glass of water. H2O. Um, <laughs> you know, with with things like this, like half the size. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so half yeah, the size, I, fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe not half that size. I don't think I survived that. I was like, um, she's alive. <laughs> yeah. She's but yeah, I did that. 
And I didn't get home till 6 a.m. And by home, I mean my friend's house because yeah. I booked a hairdresser to come. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, my God. I don't know why. I booked her to come do my hair at, like, 9 a.m. So we're in the car drinking, like, Macca's orange juice. <laughs> Mum's, like, picked us up. And her mum's a fucked up driver. I need you to understand when you're off your face and you're being driven by your friend's mum, she did this all the way in the car. And I'm just like, why is your mum doing that? And she's like, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you that's what she does when she drives. And I was like, oh, my God. What do you mean? Why does she drive like She's on the all the time. And I'm like, can you not do that? Yeah, it was so fucked up. Wow. She's a bit keen. Up. So how did the showcase go? I got my hair done, then went straight back into the city for tech run. Oh my god! I used my so I had a full time job. Um, I worked for an engineering company. Yeah. So I did my first routine was to Michael Bublé's Feeling Good. <gasps> in, yes, the right of passage. In my work shirt that said the company name on it, um, and my business jacket and I invited them all to come like what was wrong oh with me God. like they came what do you show. mean this is incredible <laughs> this is the best yeah. how I got started story I think we've ever so had good. If, yeah. if so good. and then after that show like yeah um the person that owns a sh- um the company was like would you consider working for us I'm like I'm just coming down I know <laughs> And so yeah, I just I said I yes before anymore. I realised it was a mistake. And here, <laughs> and here we are. Yeah, That's great. That's a great one. You know, that's it. You can really. And you can really go places, you know, even with my history. Look at where I'm. <laughs> Mate, you and me both. I've made a career out of drinking. So, you know, it's fine. Like, it's, it's totally <laughs> And I've just latched onto your career, Tash. And oh, yeah. Fine, you know? And we're all okay. We're all in this together, though. That's it. We're all on this Zoom meeting and we're just... A very professional Zoom meeting. Um, And and speaking of uh, drinking games, um, we know that this is an oral medium, um, but we wanted to play the game Never Have I Ever. So we're going to ask some questions. uh, And if you've done it before, you have to take a drink. uh, But obviously a drink in this case is that we're going to make an awkward sound effect. So um, what sound effect would you like to make, Jane? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's it. That one. Yes, yeah. Uh, what sound effect do we have for you, Miss Bombshell? That's oh nice. wow, that's a lot. I know. I really went the opposite to Jane. I like so that. Yeah. I wanted to do that, but I couldn't. That's why I went down a level. Uh, so I'll just okay. be in the middle, like. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey Tash, I also I just have one quick question. Um, yeah, babe. Can you say oral medium again? Oral medium. Thank you so much. That's no, that's okay. Want. No, worries. that's all I want to do. That's it. That's all I wanted to hear. You're welcome. I'm also going to be drinking whilst doing this because that's what I do. What are you drinking, Tash? What's going oh, on over there? Just drinking some bloody naked wines. Uh, just uh, some drink from our sponsor. Uh, today I've got a left hook from the Margaret River from your parts. Uh, it's called First Round. Look at these little guys having a little boxing situation. So, hey, that's <laughs> nice, isn't it? That's funny, that name and left the picture. hook. <laughs> yeah. No, it's good. All right, so I'm going to ask a question. Uh, if you have done it, uh, I need you to make your sound effects. Uh, just as a test question right now, never have I ever been on a podcast. 
Perfect. Great. We know how it's working. All right. So <clears throat> never have I ever forgotten a costume piece for a show. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to drink as well. So that's yeah. good. That was all of us there. Uh, Jane, yeah. care to elaborate? Was it hilarious? What did you forget? Or was it just like an average like? <laughs> oh, she's, she's cackling. She's cackling. The laugh. She's cackling. Go on. What do we got? Oh, okay. So when you say that, oh, okay, fine. So it was that it was it was fringe, and I was really Always tired. Fringe. Obviously, you know what happens at fringe? Like, just your veins are like tired and everything. <laughs> yes. Fucked. So I just wanted to start off with that to keep that in mind. We feel you. So technically, I guess I didn't forget my costume. Um, but I went to the toilet and forgot to take it off. And, yeah. and so I was like, That's, I forgot a process in, yep. and I can't use it anymore. Oh, man. Damn it, man. That's, that's a shame. That's I'm not going to lie to you. I've been so tired before at Fringe that I have weed through a costume. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I... In to talk about that too because I'm like that was not like something I wanted to happen but cringe like you get so fucking tired though it's <laughs> just like, like on autopilot sometimes and you just like need to pee go to toilet yeah. I know it's there and then you're yeah. like you look down and you're like oh no it's not it all right I'm gonna hey, ask Tash, remember question. when you vomited what? out the back of our venue one time sorry <laughs> Oh, okay. We're going to go to, yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, because that was the same night that our venue fell over. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, I do. At Gluttony, our venue fell over. That was great. So, so it was get like fell over. exhausted. I was so, so exhausted. I was doing like three shows a night. I'd like run to after hours. It was the last show I had to do. And I was like, just fucking so exhausted. And you know, when you like need to chuck and you just like feel hot and sweaty up the back of your yep. neck and I was like, I'm gonna vomit. That's what yeah. I'm gonna. I just, I just have to. I have to go do that. And so as that was happening, Betty's like, "The venue's falling over," and I was like, "I don't care." Um, so I just like ran away. I was just like vomiting out the back of like I don't know a fucking shipping container or some shit, and then just like ran back. And Betty's like, "The show's canceled," and I was like, "I've never been so happy." In I've my never entire. been. Yeah. I've ever right. seen you that happy before. Like my face was just like. Oh, like, God. I'm going to be able to do this show because I've just vomited out all of my energy and now I'm like literally just a fucking body. Like I have nothing to give. Like, you were oh. a husk of a woman that night. Well, I'm glad and I that just, happened. I'm glad absolutely. that you didn't have to go through with the show. Great. Next question, Next Natasha. Um, <clears throat> never have I ever missed a flight. Go, Betty. What have you got? Oh, man. Oh, you were fucking with me in Adelaide that time. <laughs> we were just cooked, man. I think that we'd been out standard after hours. Then we went out. I don't know what happened. It might have been closing night. It might have been fringe. I can't remember what it was. But we were like, dun, 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 dun. No, it was like Adelaide freezing. Cabaret Fringe. It was Cabaret Fringe. That's yeah. what it was. And we'd like. And we got there and the bag thing was shut. <laughs> We got there and Tiger, I'm going to say it, I hate you, Tiger. Like you're a piece of Oh, shit. Tiger's fuck. <sighs> it's like worst. you pay, you, you know what, you know what you're getting involved with. But yeah. I was like, it'll be fine, Tiger, it's fine. We got there and no one was there manning the baggage thing. And I was like stomping around like my mother being like, where is the attendant? 
She's here helping. Like she fucking getting, was. It's the whole thing. And Tasha's like, I don't know, man. I could probably just check it. I can just put my luggage on the plane, hey, and I'll just. I had on. all my shit shoved into a um, carry-on, so I was like, I know it's overweight. I know it's overweight, but I've technically paid for baggage, but they weren't here for it. So if they stop me at the gate, I'm just be like, well, I paid for it, so fuck you. <laughs> I paid for it, but and she, she had a big bag. <laughs> yeah, she got on the plane. She got on the plane. And I was waiting there in Adelaide Airport where there is nothing to do. There's nothing to do. Yeah. Um, and I was so, so hungover. All right. One last question. Never have I ever been caught in an awkward situation in a full face and or costume. <laughs> Why do you, like, I don't want to make a sound. That's pretty obvious. Go on. What do you got? What do you got? Do I, like, do I got to share Oh, yeah. I mean, so <laughs> I, it, again, fuck, it was that fringe. Um, <laughs> but I would have, I'm just going to say it doesn't really matter that it was fringe because I would have done that anyway. Mm-hmm. But I was, like, seeing this dude and, like, it was, like, really good sex. And so I was at um, South Perth and it was in the morning. It was, like, 5 a.m. in the morning doesn't matter why I was still in my costume at 5am in the morning. <laughs> oh, we know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, matter. okay, cool. Yeah, cool. Doesn't matter, doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't matter, doesn't matter. Um, and so we were having sex, like, you know, I was like this. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, like, this guy was doing his morning jog and he was like, what? And I was like, I'm not going to fucking stop, though. <laughs> so, like, yeah, so we were just, the, the guy that I was with and me were just like, why? Oh, and just like, you know. <laughs> yes. And so, yeah. That was a blessing, that whole visual experience. You just took us on. That was a real Honestly, blessing. The visual of that was a spectacular. You know what, guys? I'm going to say, if you want to see the visual of that, you've really got to tune in to this Zoom like yes. live meeting here. Um, but otherwise, I'm going to let you be creative with it and <laughs> just, just have a make your own story. Have a think. Yeah. Yeah. You know. That was gorgeous. Thank <laughs> you for sharing. Thank, Thank you, you sharing. so much for sharing. My pleasure. Now, we've got a fun, uh, fun little moment we like to do on this podcast. Now, we call it like the best and the worst gigs or your most memorable and the most embarrassing or, you know, like that kind of vibe. So we always like to start with like, what was your best time on stage? I've got, I've had heaps of really good moments. Oh, this is really difficult. Um, You know what? I'm going to say Miss Burlesque, like producing it. Um, Fuck yeah. Yeah, so, you know, just walking out as a producer on the stage um, and walking around, just seeing um, how great our community has grown, the types of people that we connect with, um, you know, the response and just what um, the competitors get out of it and, um, yeah, and and how the team is made up of these really amazing, strong um, people that support, um, you know, what I like to do so um, it just makes me feel like I'm doing the right thing and I'm really motivated to keep going so I think seeing like the the outcome of those things like those things are important to me so you know when you you work for something and then you see those results I think absolutely important like moment for me to be like you have the power to um 
make changes. So like we mm. all do. Yeah. Um, and it was really nice to see that within myself because it means that, yeah, um, I can do as much as I want. Um, and so, yeah. That's awesome. How long have you been producing it for? Three years now. I mean, do you even count this year? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, does that count? Yeah, this year might it, be right. one of the hardest if everything's it's, Oh, out. my God. Producing yeah. like this fucking anything right now has Honestly. been the toughest thing. Oh. Yeah. It's absurd. It's absurd yeah. to even try and put anything in the future, like penciled in, to like yeah. pencil in or something in the future. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. You can't yeah. I, I take my hat off to all, all performers and producers. It's tough to be on, it's tough to be both mm. and it's tough to be all one or the other, you know what I mean? Because mm. this past week I've had to like let all these competitors down because we've cancelled Miss Burlesque, Victoria, Mr. Boylesque. So um, for me, <clears throat> actually, you know what, That's, this, this has been the worst thing I've done. I was trying to think of the worst thing that I've done yeah. For burlesque, and I, I actually have to tell you, this has been the fucking worst thing that I've done. Yeah. Um. So the past few days, I've been really anxious and upset because I, I'm not going to send an email out to all these people to tell them. Mm. I've had to call them face to face, and it's yeah. like I've cancelled Christmas, and it's the most fucked up experience. And like, you know, it's not your fault, but yeah, you just. It's you can't just, help but feel responsible, yeah. Yeah, and you do, you yeah. do. You feel like, you know, you've tried and you go, okay, the new rules are out, things keep changing, so you've got to keep changing your plans, keep, like, looking for these options. If this happens, that happens, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's just like this yo-yo for not for everybody, but, mm. yeah, it's a really, like, it's it's a shit time to to be that person. It's That was not nice. It is. And it's I mean, we giving rejection letters for Miss Burlesque and, totally. and all that. I, I don't enjoy them at all. I go, I go, I go through the same process, but this time it was more traumatic because I had 16 fucking people to talk yeah. to. It's just not a thing right now. It isn't a thing right now. And, but I mean, I guess the only thing that I keep kind of thinking about all this situation is fuck man, imagine the shit that is coming out of 2021. Oh, oh my God, I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I know, I know that this is fucking horrible because also it was like a whole thing from, I can understand from my side as well because I had all these things planned and then I was yeah, like, great, totally. all right, we've got to pause that, no worries. But then I, I was thinking about it sort of in the past couple of days and I was like, man, we have time. We have time to create and prepare and like invest so much time and thought and energy into, into our big comeback, if you will. It's like a comeback special, you know, it's like we've been on retirement for a minute and we're like popping back into well, it. I'm so creative now. I don't know about anyone else. I've, I've been so busy and, and so creative and, and I've got so much and I, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think I'm excited to get out because I've got, all these things and and my new like sort of the way I kind of feel about myself you know like I said I'm, I don't feel like the same person that walked into like 2020 like none yeah. of them are. um the, the lessons I've learned are, are, are they really do feel like a fucking 10-year goddamn span mm. 
Um, I have an age, thank God. But, thank um, God. That's the best kind uh, of learning. <laughs> but my soul feels old and tired, let me tell you. Jesus. <laughs> my bones, I feel old. <laughs> hurting in my bones. I'm feeling but, yeah, it. I just feel like there's a lot of really good creativity happening. I'm certainly really creative right now and I'm really loving this time being left the fuck alone. Like, yeah, yeah I love it because yeah. I'm doing, I, I'm actually doing all the work that I want to do. Um, yeah, anything that I've been doing has been exactly where I need to be and what I want to do, all the energy yeah. that I've ever wanted um, to use is just being used in that space that I've been searching for for so long. So, and I, I know I know quite a few people that feel that way. I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, because you know you're stuck here you've got you yeah definitely and you you're faced with it's almost like holding a mirror up to those bits yeah, that you were kind of just distracting with performing for a while yeah. which for some people has been excellent and for some people it's been like oh god yes that's right yeah. I have to deal with these things um yeah yeah so it's yeah for me it's kind of been the opposite in that sense of like actually being like oh yeah these are all the things that I have to work a lot harder on and do I actually like doing this or do I prefer this and actually like going through and like cutting out the stuff that I'm like actually no like that's not what I want or what I want to do so yeah yeah, it's like I want to be better at like songwriting and I want to be better at like you know writing stand-up and that sort of stuff where it's stuff that I've kind of glossed over for the last you know sort of two years or so and it's like all right cool like I know where my priorities lie now yeah. yeah, it's time to put my money where my mouth is, which is like also as an anxiety sufferer, just being like, like, like that reemergence, that reemergence or that, you know, like comeback thing for me is actually the thing that's kind of made me okay with the second lockdown. Cause I was like, I don't think mm. I'm ready yet. I don't think I've <laughs> done everything I was supposed yeah. to do. That's it. I, yeah. I did something similar. Like I was talking to my partner yesterday and I've, I've been making all these grand plans because obviously money is tight right now. There's just no money but I want to create big and beautiful things. So I was like, you know what? You got to use what you got. So I've been like pulling all this shit together that I already have. And just like as a, as a sentence of inspiration to myself, I was like, if I want to call myself one of the best burlesque performers in Australia, then I have to live up to that for myself. I have to fucking put in the work for that because it's very easy to be like, yay, everything's great. I'm gorgeous. But I've been like, cool. If I want to call myself, and the best producers, performers, whatever's in Australia, i got to fucking go hard. And I've done that during ISO. I've been, you know, taking classes, learning new things. Just like you said, Jane, really kind of um, diving into and kind of indulging myself in all of yeah, my other absolutely. creative outlets, which I think is just so stunning for us performers, though this is a truly horrible time. Totally, totally. This is the only time that we're going to be allowed to really do that. Like no, I agree. Like as much as it's been a traumatic fucking time for us yeah. all, it's also had X benefits. Like, and these yeah. are the benefits. Like you can, like you know, I've said a thousand million times how fucked this is, but also you do have to acknowledge that there are some really good things, and it's that you That's know, it. you allow yourself to to really hone in on skills that you wanted that you never thought you had, and all those yeah. Sort of things. Yeah. I've been doing the same. It's been so good allowing yourself the time to do that. And I think as well, it's really good because you should never stop learning. Like you're not a good mm. performer. You're yes. not the best at anything. You're no. always behind somebody. Yeah. And the only race is on you and you can yep. 
only be your best self if you keep working. Like you do, yeah, you're a performer, but you're gonna be left behind if you don't you don't keep learning. That's absolutely right. And I guess the like the beautiful thing about art is that a you know in general nobody's ever perfect at anything. That doesn't exist. That is not an attainable thing. But the beautiful thing about art is rather than I kind of rather than see it as like climbing up to the top. I kind of see mm. art as like diving into the bottom of yourself. Like you keep yeah. fucking digging yeah. and diving in. Oh, all right, poet girl. What's going I'll on? I'll piss off. Keep now. Fucking hell, we're not even at the deep part of the po- podcast yet. She's fucking diving up and diving in and around, around, around. You know, my is a very poet, so I've, you know, I've really oh, just. here she goes. Language all is right. something that I, no, I do find that that's. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. It's actually really beautiful what you're saying. I'm just being a fuckhead. I'm so no, thanks, Tash. You really fucked my section there. That's great. We were having a good, good talk, fuck, and you fucked it. <laughs> I was trying to get deep within myself and the conversation, and now I'm just going to drink some more wine. So that's right. good, isn't it? No, yeah. that's good. That's good. Naked Wines gives you direct access to over 55 of Australia and New Zealand's best winemakers. They believe in connecting wine drinkers directly to these award-winning winemakers because it's better for everyone. Talented, independent winemakers get the support and funding they need to make the best wine they've ever made. The wine drinkers who support them get exclusive access to those wines at discounted prices. Their mission is to change the way the whole wine industry works for the benefit of both the wine drinkers and the winemakers. Anyone can order from Naked's almost all-Australian online range, but the best value kicks in when you sign up to be an angel. Angel members are those who top up their accounts with $40 a month to create a stash to spend on wine when they feel like it. The top up helps fund the winemakers who work with Naked, and in return, angels get to buy wine at a much lower price. Want to check them out? Use the code FWB, friends with benefits, and the password podcast. Or go to www.nakedwines.com.au forward slash FWB for a hundred dollar voucher for you to use anywhere on their site. Welcome back to Friends with Benefits, the podcast hosted by Betty Bombshell and Tasha. It's your favorite backstage dressing room shenanigans with some of the best burlesque, circus, and what the fuck are they doing? Performers from around the world. Yay! We are super excited to be here chatting to our very special guest, Daddy Doe. Daddy Doe, how you doing, baby? Hello, how are you? I'm great. We've had a cheeky break to a little tip of the hat to our wine sponsor and now we're back in the game. That's it. Back in the game. Now, Natasha, are you ready for our favourite segment? Are you ready for it? What, 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 what? What, what could it be? What? what do you mean? What? Was that good acting? <laughs> honestly, honestly, you don't know if I'm drunk or whether I'm acting now, do you? I don't know, I don't if, know if I I'm know drunk what's or going acting on. Now, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> to do, we have a segment here that we like to call Shadow Secrets. Shadow, Shadow, Shadow Secrets. What we're going to tell you about. So we have a question for you, my dear friend. Your showbo secret that you'd like to pass on to 
any other performer, like, you know, Ruby Slippers, we always use this as an example. Oh. Ruby Slippers said, get a frequent flyer program. It doesn't really apply anymore, but she had to. At all. Especially <laughs> with the airline that she chose. <laughs> but what would be your showboat secret? Um, don't be a cunt. I love it. Simple, precise. To the point. And it's always relevant. Always. Like, legit. Not even for shows, just for life. Yeah, just General. like put it in your pocket and keep that piece of like wisdom in your in there. Just like, yep. here yeah. we go. Do you reckon if people are a cunt that they should then have to like get that tattooed on their head or something? You know, like just or maybe like third time lucky or you know like something. Yeah. Like, just to remind them, like yeah. just on their like hand. No, they should get a big gaping anus on their head. Yeah, perfect. Oh, yeah, great. So be like, this is where all the shit is because I'm a piece of shit. That's nice. I like that. That's nice. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. I love it. I love it. That's it. That's I, I visualise a lot of people with that tattoo, let me tell you. Honestly, <laughs> life is easier when you see people with asses on their heads. <laughs> Big old rosebud right there. The I'm honestly only going to see that from now on. If anyone's ever a fuckhead, I'm going to be like, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Realize yeah. this yeah. asshole on their head. It's going to be so good. I remember. That's it. Yeah. And then just look at them and go. Just a very small <laughs> clockwise. No, but you've got to smush your, your lips up as well. Oh. Okay, so <laughs> we're doing a clockwise circle on forehead and an asshole. Kind yes. Of like a yes. Like a, like yeah, a, like a good old mm-hmm. little... Wow, this is yeah. such good oral content. So you know what? Speak. I just want. I know this isn't. It's relevant to me. And I just wanted to talk about it anyway. Please. Um, that if you look at a balloon that's um tied up, that's what a butthole looks like. Yes. Yes. At the bit. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. Cool. Anyway, I'm done. Everyone's like, 100%. I'm scared, and I want to experiment with assholes. You know, like you used to make out with like doorknobs and whatever. Just get a balloon. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Hey, real quick. So I've always known you as Jane Doe and you're recently now Daddy Doe. Is there a reason for the change of name or has it been something that's kind of been in the works for a while or did I um, memo or? Well, it's, yeah, I guess during ISO, yeah, I've been really changing as a person and um, yeah, I, I'm not the same artist. I'm not the same person. I don't feel the same. I don't behave the same. Um, and it's really coming out with my art because my art's quite political as well. So the personal change is also an artistic change because they don't, they go hand in hand. Absolutely. You, you know, of course. So, um, and it was weird because people were calling me daddy anyway. And I, yeah. and then I was like, why am I getting really wet for this? And and then I was like, oh my God, of course it makes sense. Like that's like, I'm feeling that I'm feeling like a very, like I need to look nurture and I feel really strong and I feel like, you know, yeah, I feel like that person. Um, yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. Mm. Awesome. No, I love yeah. that. I love that. I love a name change as a person evolves. I think it's important yeah. to kind yeah. of really, um, embrace that. Yeah. Okay. Which I guess really leads into our next question, which is like, what are your inspirations like as a as a performer and even as a producer? Like where do you find your your ideas or art inspirations or do you look up to certain people <laughs> or is it something that happens within? Where Where does your art come from? Um, I don't know, like, I look to, like, um, like, I love really odd sort of art, like, I I really love Bjork, and, like, um, 
yeah, I can't pronounce her name, Spid, Spidlink. I can't remember her name. She's an incredible artist. Um, but, yeah, I like a lot of surreal stuff. I like, um, you know, a lot of political um, people. Um, I could I'll rattle, I could rattle stuff off, but I'm pretty high and I can't remember any names. But <laughs> so I'm being really honest. I love it. We want that. Oh, Barack want Obama, that. like the likes of people like that, like Michelle Obama, like, yep. you know, Oprah, people like that, like um, and that politician right now. Um, what's her fucking name? Um, oh, gorgeous woman. Gorgeous woman. And I'm that so gay as shit for her. Like, holy shit. That, that, those kinds of people get re really inspire me. And those, those are sort of the kind of like people that stand up for something and fight for things and they're strong and they're educated and they're not afraid. And I don't know, those things really like, they inspire me to want to be able to do that um, within my life. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's that's perfectly tied into the to the daddy the change of name. You know what I mean? Yeah, You're totally. that person. Yeah, yeah. So it's good. And and you know, it's the thing is as well is like I really want <clears throat> to be able to show show people by the way I live that um you can find power to do something, and you are that important, and you can make as big as a shift as you want if you want to do that. You know, it's it's up to me if I want to. And I'm, you know, I'm allowing myself to do that now. And I've found that, you know, I've tossed things away that don't serve me and I'm really standing up for beliefs, even if I might take a hit for it. You know, you really have to stand up for these things to get more. We, we need to give it, we need to do more. We do actually. Yeah. It's And the thing is, is like I get annoyed when, not annoyed, but when people say, you know, you're very political and, and all this stuff. Well, I'm not really political. I'm just doing the bare minimum. And that's that's a problem that mm. we're at, like that I'm doing more. I'm actually just doing the bare minimum. Yeah. So what the fuck is everyone else doing? That's do you know it. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't think I do enough. Like I need to do more. Like I've got so much more to learn, so much more to do. So, yeah. Mm. I feel like that happens like with art as well though like you know it's it's the same with like you know anything that you believe in you never feel like you're doing enough like because yeah, you're yeah. in it so much yeah. Yeah. and it's something that's never absolute or resolved like you know obviously there's certain things that can be resolved within a political environment but totally. like there's always something to make it better and yeah. so I think that's really beautiful that you still it, you know it's the same way that like people still feel nervous before they go on stage to perform an act that they've yeah. done 700 million times it's because you care and you want it to be like totally. the best that you've ever done so I think that's just like you know testament to you as a person really like it's not yeah it's not that you're not doing it enough is. it's just that that's the way that that kind of platform exists I think totally. you know, personally totally. yeah. that's it yeah. a human uh, as you said before Jane a human should always be striving to be better in some way or to evolve or to learn or to um just develop and that's exactly what you've just said which is which is beautiful and I I think it's really hilarious when people say say political so political you know or like people have been messaging me being like thank you so much for standing up for what's been going on right now. I was like, no, 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 no. That's not. That's it. You need to then do that too. Don't fucking yeah. worry about me. That's, that's a shit thing. When I talk to someone that doesn't care, I'm like, I just want you to know what that means. Like, you know, like I'm not 
yeah. I don't want to go on about it, but do you know what that means when you say you don't care? It it means that the things that you receive so freely aren't mm-hmm. something that someone else has. Would you be okay with that? And yeah. it's like you couldn't fucking deal with not having half of that shit. So I'm so confused as to why you don't think you owe the world that when you have got that from from the world. Exactly. That's yeah. a shit exchange. Like it is a shit exchange. It's that it's that moment of realizing that what you have is not it is is because of your privilege. And I think a lot of people um, struggle to understand that because that's just how we've been brought up. That's yeah. just how I've been brought up, and that's just what we received. And and then to to kind of realize like oh, fuck, you know, it's a, it's a big learning thing. And I think some people are still going through that. But, I mean, it's happening. I think it's I definitely think it's happening, but it's taking a minute. It's definitely oh, happening. Oh, yeah, it's a lot, though, as well. Yeah. yeah, I feel like people are less receptive when it's nothing that will, like, like immediately benefit them. You know what I mean? I think that's why it's mm. taking so long. Like, as a woman, you grow up and you realise that there's inequality between men and women and you unlearn those behaviours that you've grown up with because you're like, yeah. oh, I, yeah. I just was made that way. So therefore that's why I thought that way, but that's not good enough. Whereas yeah. like the thing with white privilege is that like for people who aren't of colour, they have to learn that and then realise that like they've been shitty totally. as a result. Like they have to realise yeah. that they're the men in that situation, you know? And that's hard though. Like great analogy. Yeah. And so like people are less receptive to kind of like accept that because they're like, oh, I'm the bad one. It's like, it's not that you're bad. It's just that that's what's happened. And so acknowledge it and move on and make it better. For yeah, that's else. it. It's not a like, you know, you should die. It's a like, oh, that was, wow, I can't believe society made us think that way. It's the same thing with how we felt about our bodies. Like yeah. just unlearning the things that we got taught doesn't mean we're a piece of shit because we thought this was bad or body hair was it like exactly. we had to unlearn that shit like yeah we just didn't we just know wake better. up understanding that like yeah correct we just you know it's like a child they're taught a certain thing they have no reason not to believe that and you're absolutely just believing that you then go shit that was wrong I'm gonna learn the right way sick off we but go. it's still That's even cool. hard to go back into it. it's like for example like body issues it's like you know this is not true you know that and blah 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 and you're working on it constantly but then you turn on your tv and it's working straight against you yep. so you know you've got that constant like I'm really fucking yeah. trying but yeah. then you've got all this stuff thrown at you like we we really do actually have it quite tough it's true it's a true story we do but yeah. um, I guess it's it's fucking. But also power to us. Yeah, like, always power to us. Always power to us. We are the voices that will create the change. So always. Totally, power. totally. Daddy, so we have a section on this podcast which we think is very important, um, and we call it the inner saboteur. And we get some really beautiful responses from this section um, about what do you do when every performer faces this? Um, what do you do when you get that voice, that thing? whatever it is, that voice, that feeling, that whatever, um, that tells you, you know, you're not it. That's not it. You're not doing enough. You aren't enough. What is your way of battling that, combating that? What have you kind of created for yourself? Um, Okay. This is probably not the answer that you were hoping to get, but I actually don't have that answer. And I don't know how to make that go away. But what I do to, um, to combat that is, um, the, there's only two options. I don't do what I love doing or I keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's the answer, man. Um, but also, like, I, when I think about that, I think about um, 
I think about facts. I don't need compliments. When you when I feel like that, it's not about the compliments. I don't any, I don't need anyone to suck my clear. What I really need is for me to believe it. Yeah. And so I I I go with facts. I'm like, how long have you been in this industry? Do you still get booked? Blah 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 blah. You don't stay here this long if you shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, it's hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, and yeah. so then I can be like, oh, that makes sense. Science and. <laughs> But like I don't feel anything inside. Um, but my head understands, and that's <laughs> and that's how we go. I think that's a really perfect answer. I mean, yeah. you're not having an answer is an answer in itself. Like, yeah, hundred you know, percent. Yeah, yeah. And, and I also remember that it's not about me thinking that I'm good enough, but it's also me going, all right. Regardless of that, what energy do you feel when you do do these things? And that's the blessing. Like, and at that point, I don't really give a fuck if I think I'm good or not. I feel so blessed to do these things. I feel so lucky to be able to um, to connect with particular people. So then, you know, why the fuck would I care if I'm not good enough? I'm I'm enjoying my life. Yeah, but I am good enough. Of course you are. I mean, that's it. You are good enough. And you I mean, are you're on the podcast, so obviously. That's what I thought. I was like, I've made it. I've made it. I'm not going to talk to anyone anymore. Now I'm just taking signatures. Only Sorry, guys. Podcast. Only on podcast. Baby, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that answer. I think that's I think that's really important. Um, for I was thinking about this the other day, actually, that we we always ask this question of how do you overcome your inner saboteur? And I was like, you know, sometimes you just don't know. Yeah, how to do that and you don't you know sometimes I have days where I'm like I had one last week where I was like almost in tears yeah, and, yeah. and I was just like what am I even doing what is this what, what like what the fuck who do I think I am and then you know after a minute you you pull out of it and your natural body and mind is like hey whoa whoa whoa, 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 whoa. you know lean back on what you know and stuff like that but I think that's really great to just be like I don't know think about the facts and you've got to believe it. I like that. Now we've got a new segment. Okay. Now it's a it's the rapid fire questions. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we thought, hey, let's get real with that previous moment. Let's mm-hmm. get really deep into it, and then let's just get fucking <coughs> dumb. Yeah. Let's do it. That's it. Let's just get. Let's just be. I'm getting a bit nervous. I feel like I'm going for a run. <laughs> like I'm getting the sweat. Right. I'm just like ready. Right. You've got the right attitude to say words. <laughs> hands and words. Hands and hands words. words. That's it. Here's a cat to make you feel better. Go, go. Oh, hey, Martin. <laughs> okay. Hey, Question hey. number one. Cabaret or burlesque? Cabaret. What's your middle name? Marie. Tequila or vodka? Tequila. Oh. Kids or no kids? No kids. A kick in the shins or Trump? Trump. What? You mean like kick Trump? No, I mean, <laughs> hey, that's a third answer. Oh, yes, yes. That's a third like, answer. Whoa, 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 whoa. And I was like, Jane. Oh, oh okay. what do you mean? Like, so would you would prefer you to be prefer a kick in the shins or Trump? But you chose to kick Trump in the shins and that wins. Okay. Ooh, I got out of that one. <laughs> okay. Glue gun or sewing? Glue gun, of course. <laughs> Who is trashier, Betty or Tash? <laughs> I feel like it would be Betty, actually. <laughs> Obviously, it's me. I, I feel like I'm, I deserve that title, too. 
I don't really like that you didn't include me in that. <laughs> I don't like that I didn't including in shit. <laughs> This is gorgeous. I'm living. And this is it. stunning. Okay, and we're back in the questions. Yeah. Up or down? Down. What's your coffee order? Um, uh, espresso, ma- espresso martini. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that's gorgeous. Yes. Espresso martini. Espresso martini. Would you rather lose a limb or Trump? Lose a limb? Yeah, same. Red or white wine? Red. Even though that's, I always vomit on red and I should never drink red, but I'll, I'd choose red. I don't know. Um, Molly or Charlie? Both. <laughs> Are you, you like, take it like a salt shaker? Bad. <laughs> Gorgeous. Lacy or cotton? Lacy. Depends. Yeah, that's true. But I'm, I'm taking a selfie, Lacy. If I've got on my period, cotton, like what? Like, depends on day. Yeah, you got to be more specific with these fucking rapid fire. They're not rapid fire questions. <laughs> like, There's only so many words they can say like, quickly. Okay, I'm really fucking stressed out now. Daddy <laughs> was stressed to begin with. Now you're stressed out. This is my favorite thing. I'm just sitting here hey, patting a cat and smoking. Stress Tash is just there with his fucking cousins and her fucking cat. No worries. All right. How many sexual encounters did you have at your last Fringe Festival? None. Oh. Wait. Oh. Hey, wait. <laughs> nah. Nah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. You don't count as a sexual encounter. Yeah, I know. I know. Because I had a lot. Say something cool. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking mad. Yes. Okay. A child playing the recorder for nah. seven years or Trump? <laughs> <laughs> I really hate you. <laughs> what was your answer? We didn't hear it. What was the answer? Child, but I, you know, I'm just gonna be smoking so many bongs. I'll be high. <laughs> yeah, time. but like, so you but won't know. So you would fine. do that. exactly. You would exactly. That That's it. Life. All right. Legend. Have you ever had sex in a venue? Fucking duh. Like what? <laughs> Why are you asking that? <laughs> we want to know. We know, but they don't but know. Do they don't I look know. like the person that would not walk in a venue and fuck? Like, I just don't know why you would ask. You're wasting the rap. Sometimes we just want to hear You're you say it. You're wasting the question. It's you could get to if know you me say here. it. You're trying to get to know me. People know that. <laughs> Go find something else. You know what? Sometimes it's people. And I look at these questions. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. They're private and confidential. You and can't see them. Rapid, sorry. So I'm not sharing this document with you. Wow. Crocs or Trump? What? Crocs or Trump? Oh, Crocs for sure. Like, oh. I, I love a good Crocs. <laughs> You're like, oh, oh, too, I fucking babe. love Crocs. Croc and a sock and you're fucking done. Okay. Oh, anyone's. I want to stop and my pants come off. That's what I'm talking about. Bellissimo. All right. <laughs> Savory or sweet? Savory. What is wind? What? Fuck. What is wind? <laughs> This is Dang. the best question to ask a high person. Did you not hear me? <laughs> Did you say farts? <laughs> Wind is farts. You are correct. <laughs> what is the title of your memoirs? Daddy Daycare. That's nice. That, you just thought of that and that's great. I oh, like yeah. that. Yeah. 
Was there enough room on the big on the big door for Jack in Titanic? Was there enough room, Jane? I don't care. I hate that movie. <laughs> That's a nice answer. My favorite scene when he was like, oh, and I was like, bye. Like, does the like, oh, no. Anyway, red or blue? Ooh, red. Say a word in Swedish. Sweden. <laughs> Honestly, that's the most obvious word. And I've been thinking about the word I would say in Swedish. And I was like, Hagendas. Oh, yeah. Uh, I would have just said Ikea. Oh, yeah, I didn't God. know what to do. So that's what came out. Oh, just Sweden. That's good, actually. Okay. Smooth or crunchy peanut butter? Oh, it depends. I like crunchy, but I, oh, hey, hot tip. Um, if you get dates, yeah. open the slit, yeah. open it up in there, mm-hmm. and then you stick the um, peanut crunchy peanut butter in there, close it, and then you put it in the freezer, and it's like a fucking um, chocolate. It's chocolate, it, and it hardens. Oh, yes. Yeah. Fuck off. That should be your fucking showbo How is that not the showbo secret? Like, ultimate treat. treat. So just Yeah, and it's like super good for you. You get like a date from like the shopping center or whatever. Yeah. You get it. And then you, you open it up, put that peanut butter yeah. in. Put it in the freezer. It. If you put, you know, you do a few of them, obviously. Yeah, yeah, nah, yeah. No, just, just one. One. <laughs> one. I can't wait for the next one. Seven hours later. <laughs> Seven hours later, like, oh, I'm really just restricting oh, my Oh, what's it happening next? Calorie <laughs> counting. That is gorgeous and I love that. All right, last question. The name of your next solo show that will never make it on stage. Miss Burlesque Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> and Mr. Boylesque. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly, babe. Fucking Bellissimo on that. that was, that you know, crazy. that was a fucking traumatic question to ask, you fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shit. He was shit me pretend. Shit, rapid fire questions, and, and then a fucking the kicker, the end one. Really fucking punch you on the like, You know what? I like to do this. I don't think anyone should do this podcast. <laughs> I put that in Everyone the ad. Can you put it in the ad? And don't. This has been the most traumatic fucking evening. Thank you, Betty Bombshell, you asshole. <laughs> Why is it my fault? <laughs> Man, you asked the questions. Yeah, I was just sitting here. I had nothing to do with you it. You know what, Tash? You know we both wrote those questions. You know we drinking, both wrote those wine. questions. Just patting a cat. I don't know. <laughs> Tash is like, I love red wine and then I love my cats. I have an apartment by... Bye. <laughs> that, was, that was a really good last question, though. <laughs> that was nice. You that was know, great. We thought we'd really just get it home with that one. Daddy Doe. We have a little section called Promo Corner. Now, I'll let, I'll let Tash do it because I did last Nah, time. it's all good. <laughs> nah, thank you. Thank you so much for, like, being on the podcast, taking time out of your yeah. life. Yeah. Having me. It was Busy. so much fun. Best. Have you got anything that you want to say? Yes. Um, so I actually have started to – I started my own sort of – I don't want to say dance school, but it is actually um, called Daddy Doe Daycare. Yeah. Um, so that will be my, my, it's my new dance school. Um, so it is out now. <laughs> and so I'm doing three different classes at the moment. One's called Daddy Fit and it's just me um, 
screaming inappropriately um, for you to squat my face. Love that. Well, yeah, so I thought I'll be your creepy gym instructor and I'm... Sounds like my girlfriend. It's perfect. (laughs) That's it. That's it. And then I've got another one called Titty Shakers. um, And that's just like me being a slut whore doing my own burlesque. (laughs) Fuck yes. Um, and then the last one is my erotic aerobics and it's just like, um, slutty bimbo workout to like slutty bimbo cheap music. That's beautiful. Where can people find your classes and all the info and stuff like that? Yeah. So it'll be all on my Instagram. Um, daddy Jane Doe. My love, it has been an absolute pleasure. Tash, do you want to sign us off? Because I've been a bloody hog this time. No, podcast. you haven't been a bloody hog, babe. Oh, yeah. It's all been good. Oh, I've I been. Don't... No, I've just been enjoying, you know, seeing you flourish and, you know, get out <laughs> there and just do your thing, you know? That's what I am oh, yeah. here for you as a person. Just, you know, what I'll do for you. No, that's bloody lovely. Yeah, I love nice you. Person. I love you. I love you both. Thank you so <laughs> much. This has been the Friends with Benefit podcast. My name is Tash York. This is Betty Bombshell. And you've been listening to Daddy Doe. We will see you all on the internet. Bye. 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 Hello, gorgeous friends. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Friends with Benefits. Make sure you go and follow the absolutely incredible Daddy Doe and check out all of her classes and everything that she's got to offer on the internet. In the meantime, though, if you do like this podcast, make sure you tell your friends, get them to subscribe and like and leave some reviews. That would be sweet. Also, uh, I'm doing an online gig on the 22nd of August. So um, go and check out my Facebook page for more info. And in the meantime, stay safe out there there because COVID's fucked.